All right, welcome back to Nemic Media, National Awareness, Meaning, Intuitive Consciousness. Today we got a special guest, special, special guest um, from New York Life Insurance Company, an agent and a personal uh, relative of mine's. Uh, I give you Calvin. How are we doing today, sir? Doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing, sir? How you doing, sir? Uh, I'm doing. I'm blessed, man. I'm, I'm glad you made some time to come on to the show and talk uh, some business uh to us a lot of people may not know but uh i'm gonna go ahead and let you fill in uh tell us a little bit about yourself what you do uh go, go for it well uh i am a african-american male of course what, what i actually do is i make sure that i working within the african-american community i want to help bridge the uh the wealth gap with african-american african-american community you want to know why why time in and time out where you know catastrophic events have happened to the African African American community, and we can't bounce back or adapt as fast as as the Caucasians can or any other race can. You want to know why? Because the wealth gap is things they've been hiding from us. It's mm. things like they don't want us to know. So you know, I took it upon myself. I took I took I, I have given up a six figure, almost two hundred thousand dollar job to mm. educate the African American community just to bridge the wealth gap and to stop the systematic racism and to make a true difference. That's exactly what I did. That's all I'm about. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, well spoken, sir. And a lot of you may know it, uh, may not know uh, the company, New York Life and uh, Insurance Company, it covers a wide range of different things. And uh, I was happy, you know, life insurance, mutual funds, hedge funds, just to name a few on some of the services, uh, Calvin here that he offers and also like he said he reaches out to us as far as the people and try to better our substantial situation as far as the wealth gap so that's huge and big time so moving forward um I'm gonna I'm hear from you how important obviously I feel like it's been something I want to say within the last 10 years might have been spoken about in the uh the black home far as the importance of financial literacy um you know far as you know how, how could you how do you start with an individual if they reach out and seeking for help meaning like hey calvin hey i i want to better myself better my family situation here's what i got my 401k or maybe it's one of those things where there's a large sum of money somewhere and they want to invest it how would you go about a typical person and last but not least uh age periods far as age groups does it really matter based on where you start or how you finish talk a little bit about that well first things first like when it comes to investing and making money right mm -hmm. time makes a difference you know um i can show all type of different things that shows that like if you start saving it from from 15 to 20 how much of a difference does it make from 25 to 30. time makes a difference there's no better time except right now today to start investing and make a difference because it's, it's all about age you know it's all about um it's all about age and it's all it's always about um interest you know because yes interest interest is only going to help you when it comes to time perfect example right my i'm 30 and I invested $30,000. My brother, he's 37, he invested $30,000. We're on the same exact time schedule, right? Mm -hmm. But at 65, my money's gonna be worth a whole lot more than his is at 37, because he's behind. He's gonna have to invest almost twice the amount to catch up to what I'm doing to equal what I'm gonna have at 65 than what he's gonna have at 65. And that's only a seven year difference. The problem is, you know, with a lot of African-Americans, they always feel like 
They got time. They got time. You know, mm. I'm, God's got me. You know, Jesus. We'll get to me. it later. We'll get to it in a minute. Uh huh. <laughs> they always say they got time, but the time is now. If you don't execute time now, I don't even know what. Like, it's just it's just sad. You know, if you don't execute on time now, you get you get into costing yourself money on the long run, and that's just what ends up happening to a lot of African Americans. And I was just tired of it. Like I said, if anybody can go out and talk to these people, it's me. I'm going to make a difference in my own community. Okay. Thank you for that. Now, as far as, um, you know, since we were talking about a little bit there about age, uh, out of your, you know, your repertoire of customers and people that you might've spoken with, um, generational, are you seeing more, are you seeing like a little bit thirties, forties, twenties, as far as your clients, or does it vary in a wide range? Who, who are you seeing mostly that's taking advantage? And also due to COVID, are you seeing an increase situational things going on? Yes, yes, yes. So I'm definitely seeing an increase of, uh, because of COVID because, um, more people, you know, they're worried about their finances. They were worried about their health. Um, when it comes to young single people, I'm not seeing that big of an increase, but like, let's say it's a young person, they're married, they have kids. I'm seeing a big increase because they don't know what's going to come or what's not, you know, tomorrow's not promised to anyone. You know, um, if God tells us it's our time, it's our time. But if it's our time and we have to leave our families, would you rather leave them with zero dollars or a million dollars? You know, like, how, how would you feel, you know, letting you, you know, let's say you have a daughter. How would you feel letting your daughter know, like, yes, I can't be there to raise you you know, to help you out. But I at least put something in place and thought of you, thinking about you. That way that you like, you know, if something bad was happening to me, you won't even have to worry about any finances. You won't have to worry about starting a business. Cause you know, that's the difference between African-Americans and whites. Let's just be all the way clear. Like when it mm. comes to wealth, wealth is handed down. Yes. Wealth is handed down. You wanna know why they're so far ahead of us? Cause they had land and they had things of that nature they can hand down. As black people, we can't go back and change time. We cannot. Can't go back and change time and hand down land. We definitely can learn from it, but we can't change it, but yes. Exactly. So mm -hmm. just think about it like this. For $30 a, for, for $30 a month, for, for, for a 30 year old, you can get a million dollars. You know, think about it like this. A lot of times black kids, what ends up happening is unfortunately, you know, single mothers, you want to know why? Because the single fathers, they try to make an income for their, for their kids. Maybe they might get killed or go to prison. And then it only, it, it only ends up making things worse. But what I've, I've been here and I've thought about is like, what can I do to impact my community to stop this stuff? You know, mm -hmm. like, okay, yes, maybe the husband has done some things he shouldn't be doing, or he might be in the streets, right? In the streets, which there's no such thing as in the streets. Like if you have to make an income, you have to make income. Black people don't bring in any drugs. We, we, they, they gave it to us to kill us. Let's be real about it. Like we don't go to Colombia. We don't go to Mexico. Other races bring it in. Black era. Yeah. Yeah. They bring it in to kill us and they arrest us for it. So let's be real about that. So I'm like, okay, I understand you're going to do what you're going to do, but let's put a, a policy or something in place this, to happen just in case something doesn't go your way. Cause we all know if, if you're in the streets, there's only two way out death or prison. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't really help you if you're in prison, but if you die, at least you know your family's going to be taken care of like they're supposed to be taken care of. And that's what a real man does for his real family. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I was just, you know, for all the viewers out there, you know, I'm, I'm writing notes because, you know, if you're not, if you're not writing, you're not learning unless you got to just retain the information very well. But writing is always key 
So you, you talked about a couple of things there. You, first off, I commend you for doing what you do, being passionate about it, not just to get a quick buck. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where I feel as if, um, you know, you're passionate about something and you give it your all. I feel like the rewards are come about 30,000 times bigger than what you can even imagine. So it's one of those things how we just talking and vibing out and, you know, speaking amongst each other, but it's for the better good. Um, and, you know, I, you know, obviously I have kids, uh, you know, I'm, uh, well invested, but there's more things I always can learn. And one of the things that I've, I've learned through just speaking with you is you, if you know what you know, you can invest young, you'll be better off. You either work hard now or you're going to work hard later. And trust me, you got some 50 year olds, 60 year olds, you know, working in these environments where they, you know, probably should not be in this time frame, especially in the world of today that we live. However, if you have the tools and the tangibles to do so, then why not go for it? So let's talk about this for a little bit. So as small as what, far as, you know, we don't got to go through everything in detail, but as little as, let's say, uh, you know, people go to Starbucks, people may go out to eat a few times out of the month. Uh, we are in California, so we're one of the highest tax if, you know, along with New York and a couple others that are up there. So I'm just thinking, is it a mental thing? I feel like we just either don't have the information, don't want to do it, or do we have the information, do it a little bit? Like you said, time, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. But before you know it, you're starting to go gray hair and everyone's looking around, what are you supposed to do? So I'm looking at this more so jump on it, jump on it quick. So with your clientele of people, um and, and covid and, and things of that nature and i remember uh you having having a reward for helping out the black community talk a little bit about that on how you started and the momentum that was built where you're at now and how you got that award that you know i was solely uh proud of you to get you know what i'm saying well i got my award because First of all, I'm in the Bay Area. If, if anybody doesn't know about the Bay Area, black people are what, 20%, maybe less than that. But mm. right now, to date, 100% of my clients are African-American. So okay. how, you have to get that award. You have to serve at least 50 clients, 50. Mm. Now, it'd be great. It'd be easy if I was born and raised in the Bay Area, right? You know, I went to school, I went to high school, blah, 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 blah. But I didn't, like, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I lived in Oklahoma City. I lived in Dallas. I moved, I've been in the Bay Area for it'll be three years in January. Mm -hmm. So like I took a stance to like to like serve nothing but African Americans. Mm. So how that how that went about was um first of all I I, I called my initial market you know because like I'm not gonna just move anywhere I don't know anybody but I called my initial market and you know I told them what I was doing and I harped on them what I was doing because let's be honest now I was reading a statistic. Where it said um, Caucasians leave their families 400, write that down, 400% more than African Americans. That's a crazy figure to me. 400%. Not even in the game. 400% is a huge markup. But uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. So, so this case, like, if anybody's not hearing me, so that means for every dollar a black person is going to leave for their kids. The white person gonna leave him four hundred dollars more. Mm. Yeah, and and you know it's like these are tools that like we should be taking advantage of, but we're not. But mainly because like 
there's nobody out there giving the information, right? I get on calls every morning, every morning, right? There's about anywhere from 40 to, to 90 people, 40 to 90 people. It just depends on which, 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 which morning it is, you know, uh, who's actually going to jump on the call. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you this, I'm the only African-American, mm. especially here in the Bay Area, the only one. And that means a lot to me. That means like I have a duty to help my community because if I'm one out of 90, mm. one out of 90, that means there's a lot of people not out there at least hearing the information. Not only that means you got to bring your A game too, man. I'm always going to be my A game because, because like, I understand the black culture. Like, I'm black. I understand it. Like, a lot of times, like, we don't trust the banks. I know we don't trust the banks. We don't trust finances. We don't trust none of that stuff. It, it takes a lot to build trust within the black community. But I have a, I have a strong passion when I see and I know that I've helped out a, a single mother with three kids get a $700,000 policy because I know like, if something does happen to her, God really, I hope it nothing ever does happen to her, but if something does happen to her, her kids don't have to go to section eight. Her kids don't have to worry or wonder. Yes, of course, her kids are going to, her kids are going to mourn, uh, mourn, right? But you know what's not going to happen? When the rent comes the next month, they're not going to have to move out. If they, mm-hmm. own a, if they own a house, they're not going to have to sell. If they have, if they, if they need daycare, that's going to be provided for it. You know, we also do things like paying for paying for. Uh, I also do things like investing for kids' schools. That's one of my biggest things. No matter what, if I talk to anybody with kids, I'm telling them about the Cloverdale accounts, the five two nine accounts. I'm telling them the plus and minuses of each account because I want to see more of my black kids go to school. Because let's be real, schooling it can get you somewhere, but at least here in the Bay Area, it it, it raises the next level. At mm. least here. In other parts of America, you might not need a degree, but we're in the Bay Area. Those degrees mean a lot. So I'm all about helping my community save for school for the for the kids because not not everybody's going to be a scholar, and they need to know the tax benefits and the, they need to know the tax benefits is what's going to happen if they have a five two nine account. Five two nine accounts. I don't know if anybody knows about them, but you can only use them for school. So let's say your, your kid gets a gets, gets a, a full ride, right? You've been saving all this money in your 529 account for the whole entire time of the school and he gets a full ride. You can't use that money without a 40% tax. Mm. Mm, right? You've been saving from, from zero to 18. You end up having $200,000. He gets a full ride. Whew. Right? 40% is heavy. <laughs> so I'm here to educate them on letting them know, like, there's, there's other options to put in place of those. And, and you know, options, that's perfect. Options, man. And then I feel as if everybody's in a different situation in life, right? So you might have the bright um, go-getter that's 18 years old and just did a ton of research, real punctual, tight with his money, and he's figured it out. Maybe he's met you. Maybe he's followed your footsteps. Maybe they've heard this video to get interest, and they run at it. But far as options, you have far as a portfolio of different funds and different things you can, you know, go into. Now, if I'm a, you know, older person, younger person, how do you, how do you find an angle to figure out, okay, what works best for you? Because, you know, sometimes I feel like us as people, we may have a good intent, but we may not do our homework or research. So therefore we kind of, you know, I don't want to use the word embarrassed, 
but we may not be as confident. And sometimes such as yourself, when you work with, like you said, African-American community, you know us, what is your approach based on different age groups or just individuals trying to find something for their family? Like you said, you don't want to leave and, you know, you die, who's going to pay for the funeral, you know, who's going to, you know, pay for the rent, pay for everything else that involves that once you leave dead and gone. How, how do you find that niche far as, you know, a person comes in and meet with you and say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I just want to leave something for my kids. How, how would you approach that individual far as, you know, people that come to you as your clients? Yeah. So what I have is I have a very thorough process mm -hmm. of how it works is um, I have calculators and things of that nature involved. So what we do is we go through a series of steps. I'm not going to go through all of them, but first of all, we think about, okay, how old are you? You know, they might be 30. Perfect. How old are your kids? Okay, you have a kids, you know, two, you know, 15, 16. So we got to ask them, like, okay, so your kids, too, does your wife work or does your, your spouse work, right? Who's the breadwinner of the family? Yeah. Once we figure out who the breadwinner of the family is, we figure out, like, so if something wants to happen to you, right, you're the breadwinner, what's going to happen to the family? How are they going to replace your income? Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. So how much does your spouse make? Oh, well, my spouse makes $100,000, right? Mm -hmm. Do you plan on going to work? No, I do not. Okay. So your youngest daughter is two. So that means you're going to have to provide for her in, in average America for 16 years. In the Bay Area, you, gotta, you might as well put 25 years on, you know? So, you know, from two, 25, that's 23 years. So you're saying, of course, sir, you make, you know, $100,000 a year. You're going to have to, you know, pay for this child to mm -hmm. 25. So 100,000 times 23, and that's 2.3 million. We can start our figures like that. Okay, and then we also go into things like, how much debt do you have? Mm. At $50,000 in debt. We gotta subtract that because as anybody knows, as soon as you pass away, the debt, the debt, the debt collectors, they're calling your, your house first, right? Mm. You also have to you know, think about, you know, do you, were you planning on sending these kids to college? You gotta think about stuff like that. Yes. So, I can't say there's a fine figure for everyone, but we have tool. I have tools in place to make sure I can figure out the exact figure for everyone. Because me, I'm single male. I have a roommate. So if, if something was to happen to me, right, I would feel bad. I would at least pay, make sure I pay my portion of the rent until, you know, our, our lease was over. Is, does that make sense? Oh, that makes a hundred percent. So like, like if somebody else was, you know, they, they just bur they just purchased a 30 year loan and they're two years in it. They're going to need my more, my, my, my money for 28 years. Hmm. Okay. Very, very well said. Um, you know, obviously we're in uh, different times far as, you know, the COVID situations and, you know, blessings to, to those all essential workers that are all, you know, still out there, you know, possibly could get it, you know, you know, you're working, you're every day out there including myself, you know, I'm still on the working field, even though I have a program that I'm trying to push and promote uh, Namic Media to all the, you know, black and brown people out there. So, you know, and it's for everybody, really. It's whoever wants to be on board. It's, it's no, no closed gates. However, the economy is taking a hit, right? And it's taking a big hit. I've asked people 
and different age groups older than I, you know, they've never seen anything like this. So, you know, as the economy shifts, you know, far as more distance, social distancing and all this good stuff, um, do you see us turning back anytime soon? Because I, if you ask me, I don't see it just because I feel like there's so much um, structure and uh, how can I say, there's so much effort into doing things as far as when you go to public areas, you got plexiglass all over the place, you got signage, you got, you know, different avenues of this thing. And some people have theories on it and some people are off, you know, about it. And they just want to protect themselves and be okay. But far as a, a humanity standpoint, far as how we associate with one another, I know that's taking a hit very hard. And unfortunately, um, that's where we're at. But with the economy, do you see it shifting anytime soon? And as far as in your market, um, the New York Life Insurance Company being an agent for those guys, uh, is this really to you guys' advantage? Um, because of obviously the COVID causes deaths, people don't want to leave empty handed. So I'm just trying to see like, do you see the economy changing anytime soon? And does that really bring a big impact on you guys as far as sales and you know, uh, leads and things of that nature? I would say that um, the economy is, is needs to be steady and ready for a change hmm. because change is going to happen. But as when it comes to how we are right now with the mask and everything like that, it's going to be like this probably till I want to say July next year. You know, um, our president, God bless his soul. Hopefully he gets better. He's saying, you know, it'll be here in a matter of the weeks. <laughs> but what I would say is, of course, more people are thinking about more and more of their finances. That's just naturally what happens. Um, I was looking at a statistic earlier today, and it was like, what are the five fields that are that are capable of actually, like, you know, doing better business, like, like you know, um, accelerating their goals from the previous year to this year, right? And one was financial advisors, mm. another was food industries. Um, I, I can't remember that. I wish I had. I would pull it up. Actually, give me one second. I'll pull it up for a second. Sure, sure. And then while you while you pulling that up, um, yeah, cause I was just, you know I followed the stock market. They were just saying some of these companies, like the ones that were leading the pack for so long, it's going to be a big change and shift because there's a lot more obviously change in the course of how we do things in life. You know, you got the big Amazon that's being a juggernaut in the industry here, you know, making purchases all over the place along with Whole Foods and, you know, a lot of the other, actually, I want to say they're building an Amazon center near, near where I'm at out here. Um, not too far. So they're gonna have a fulfillment center. So they're popping all over the place, but yeah. All right. So here we go. I got to pull back up. So it's, nine businesses that, that thrive during recessions because whether you want to believe it or not we're in a recession right um <laughs> big one jobs, you know they're not sure what's going to happen and what's not going to happen that's, that's basically a recession right so nine businesses that thrive during recession if anybody wants to take notes they want to get into a new field these are the fields they should get into accountants healthcare providers financial advisors and economists um auto repair and auto maintenance because people are going to always need to like go to work and stuff like that or with your hands mm -hmm. yeah right home maintenance stores so like what you do mm -hmm. um home depot <laughs> uh 
Um, not Depot, but 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 Lowe's. But go ahead. I I did those guys too, though. <laughs> um, home stagnant exports uh, experts, rental agents, and property management companies. Of course, grocery stores and uh, bargain and dis and discount stores. Hmm. So that that's what they're saying. The up and coming and the rising of the businesses that's going to be expected to catapult. Yes. Okay. Because, you know, like, um, let's be real. Uh, um, African-Americans love spending $200, $300 on Jordans, which actually add no value to their lives. But, um, but unfortunately, unfortunately, I was part of that too, but I, I feel like that's a phase too. Let's talk about that for a second. Like people just spending money. If Listen guys, if, if people are spending money on fashion or materialistic things, you are totally in the wrong game. Because at the end of the day, it's about your percentage on your return. So, you know, I understand it. I get it. I was young, a kid, far as, you know, I'm, I'm 36 now. But I'm just saying when I was 18, 20, it was one of those things where I kept splurging and buying stuff. But we're at a point now where we got to invest. And then, like, to your point, $200 can go a long ways, especially you know they're going to return and buy more into, you know, a different fund. Exactly. I mean, if it was up to me, like if, if I could, I would walk into a Foot Locker, seeing somebody buy some Jordans and slap them out their hands and be like, <laughs> <laughs> if it was up to me, but you know, I can't, I can't do that because you know, like I just can't, but I just think about that every time I go see somebody, I see a whole bunch of African-Americans waiting in line for the brand new Jordans that cost $400. I'm like, so are you planning on selling those? How are they going to, like, if you're not planning on selling those, you're planning on wearing those. Those are a waste of your investment. I have I have three friends right now, three, uh -huh. three friends right now that are multi-billionaires. No, mm. not billionaires, but multi-millionaires. That you know what? You want to know their favorite shoe? What is it? Skechers. Woo! What the S? You <laughs> don't know why? Because they're thirty nine ninety nine. Mm. They keep your feet soft. They don't wear out. And if you do. All it takes is thirty nine ninety nine to replace them. That's still less than the average price. Boom. Air Force. <laughs> Air Force, hey. I, Air Force. I just had it on Air Force today. They're ninety dollars, no matter what. Anywhere you go, they're ninety bucks. Hey, I feel you. I got Converse. I'm I'm old school. I rock the Chucks, Chuck Taylors, man. And then you know when I want to get suited and booted. You know, I, I go to my favorite store. When, I, I ain't ashamed to say it. I, I go to Ross. You know, I, I go to Birds and Co. Factory and Ross. At the end of the day, you gonna wear the stuff over and over. Go ahead. Berlin Deco Factory, that's the store. I, I yep. So, you know, you know, we, we could talk about a lot of different funds and different things and increments, but I want you to tell the audience where they could find you as far as if you got like email, Instagram, any any of those good things, where they could find you at. And then, you know, hopefully we can have more uh, episodes on financial literacy and educate the minds of the black people, the black and brown people of the world. And, you know, we go from there. Yes, yes, I do. That's my whole entire passion. It's educating the African American community, brown. Um, don't get me twisted. They're gonna take my white clients. Like I'm gonna get that white money. You know. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely. And like I said, like I said, they're gonna they're gonna mess with you just because of your expertise and your your talent on what you have. Because at the end of the day, when you go get Chinese food, are you really caring who's cooking it? You just like Chinese food, so you going to the good Chinese spot where they got it good at. And that's the way I feel like a civilization of us as people, we have to amount to get there. We got to have a good product, right? We got to push the product. And then once we have the product push, 
I feel everybody else will fall in line because the authenticness of the product will bring those people to you. So, but tell, tell everybody where they can find you at and uh, they can look you up. Uh, my business phone number is 510-680-0182. And then anybody at all the time can either email me at two, email me at two addresses. Addresses, calvin.dillahunty, and that's D-I-L-L-A-H-U-N-T-Y at Gmail. Or, this is a little bit simpler, B, like Bravo, Dillahunty, D-I-L-L-A-H-U-N-T-Y at N-Y-L, that's a Yankee, or no, no, yeah, Yankee, you, uh, no, November Yankee um, Lima.com. So basically, NewYorkLife.com. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. I, I appreciate you, man, for being on. Again, you guys heard it best. New York Life Insurance agent Calvin Dillahunty signing off. And uh, stay tuned. Thank you, sir. It's glad to be on here. Peace.